0: Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of The Rose Zed Show. England's provisional European Championship squad has been released, Chelsea and Manchester City face each other in the Champions League final tomorrow and Villarreal beat Manchester United 11-10 on penalties to win the Europa League. We'll discuss all that and so much more on today's Rose Zed Show. Hello and welcome back to the show. It is the 28th of May 2021, the day before the Champions League final and two days after Manchester United heartbreak in the final of the Europa League. But first of all, we're here to talk about the England squad and who better to join me today then Mr. JJ Jack Chulton. Jack, how are you doing today, mate?
1: I'm a good player. Yourself?
0: I'm brilliant, mate. It's good to have you with me, even though I can't see you behind this computer screen.
1: Yeah, it's a bit annoying, but we'll work with it.
0: We can work <laughs> with it, and as I said, we are going to pretty much dive straight into the action. We're going to talk about the Provisional England European Championship Squad, which was released on, was it Tuesday? I think it was,
1: think it was Tuesday 1 or 2pm, yeah. Yeah,
0: which we were yeah. supposed to talk about. On that same day, unfortunately, our podcast, the last episode, did go on for about 2 hours 15. We came in at (laughs) 2 and didn't get out until 20 past 5, so we called it a day there. But we are back today, on the Friday, to talk about this squad, and then go on to discuss who might get cut, and maybe um, go on to talk about who was unlucky to miss out. But first of all, we're just going to go through the squad, the keepers. We've got Dean Henderson, Sam Johnston, Jordan Pickford, and Aaron Ramsdale, as Nick Pope is injured. Yep. Defenders, Trent Alexander-Arnold makes the cut, Ben Chilwell's also there, Connor Cody, Ben Godfrey gets his first senior call-up, Reese James, Harry Maguire, who has got question marks over his fitness and injury status, Tyrone Mings, Luke Shaw, John Stones, Kieran Trippier, who recently won the Liga, Kyle Walker, and last but not least, Ben White, a surprise call-up. We move on to the midfielders. We've got Jude Bellingham, the Dortmund central midfielder, 17 years old, into the England Euro squad. I'm imagining. The- yeah, it's, it's amazing, and I imagine he'll make the full squad. Hopefully. Move on to Jordan Henderson, who also faces massive question marks over whether he'll be fit in time. Jesse Lingard is in, one of Jack's favourites. <laughs> Mason Mounts, <laughs> Kevin uh, Phillips, Declan Rice, and James Lord Prowse. Going on to the forwards, there's quite a few of them, you'd imagine a couple will probably end up getting cut, but in the provisional squad we have got Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, recently back from injury, Mason Greenwood, Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Bakayo Saka, Jadon Sancho, Raheem Sterling and Ollie Watkins. Jack, what are your initial thoughts on the squad?
1: There's a lot of talent there, a lot of talent. Um, overall it's quite a young squad. And Very like you say, year. there's a couple there that is their first senior call up. I do wonder with this team, though, if it's going to be better for like later on competition. So we're talking about the USA 2026 World Cup and also the Euros before that. But yeah. overall, I do think it's a good squad. It's one that can definitely compete for this trophy. Do I think it could go all the way? You've got to believe as an England fan, but there's probably some better nations out there, like your France, for example. But yeah, overall, I think there's a lot of talent there.
0: Yeah, I massively agree. I think this is a squad that can definitely compete the latter stages. I've been looking at some other squads because obviously that's a very good reference point. And yep. so far, France's squad looks to pretty much blow everyone out of the water,
1: especially with Benzema back as well. Yeah,
0: Benzema back is absolutely massive. I can't tell you how big that is. Um, Portugal's look strong. Yep. yep, However, Portugal are very strong. Very strong. There's a, there's a few question marks over whether they're more a team of individuals rather than. Um, a collective unit. Germany look quite good, but they're in the same squad as France and Portugal. So that'll be very tough. The group of death,
1: 100%. Um, Belgium
0: look good, but the back line is lacking a bit. It's a,
1: it's a golden uh, generation. I mean, I think eventually Belgium are going to drop off, Yeah, personally.
0: It's a golden generation that's sort of coming to an end. But at the same time, you still got De Bruyne in his prime, Lukaku in his prime. Hazards in a race to get fit, but he tends to perform more for Belgium than Real Madrid. Tielemans is very much in his prime. Yeah. There's a few other good names in there. The back line's not overly I mean Timothy Castagna's had a good season at Leicester.
1: Yep, and then you've got Denayer from Lyon, who's yeah, had a right season he's to be probably fair.
0: Probably their best centre back, you'd say, because yeah. Alderweireld and Vertonghen are both very much getting on. Yeah. So I think Belgium will have a good competition, but probably won't make it right to the end. Netherlands, probably the same. Italy look good in midfield and fairly decent back line but I don't think they're strong enough I don't think they've got the firepower
1: I agree and then it's also the Spanish the who Spanish. I, I personally don't rate their squad I know oh. it sounds weird you've not got Ramos in there for starters you've got players like Nacho who for me have got quite unlucky to miss out it has to go, and Adama Troire who I think made the cut I think, that, I think, I think, cut, I think yeah. that's very controversial because didn't Lucas Vasquez miss out yeah, Vazquez yeah see out. I, I think that's unbelievable season. how you can pick Adama Traore over Vasquez. Maybe it's just over his... I don't know, for, for him being aesthetically pleasing, maybe. I don't know, I just don't understand why um, Adama's been picked. I think that's really, really weird. I thought he's had a terrible season.
0: I thought it was criminal. I think maybe the reasoning is because he offers that something different that maybe nobody yeah. else in the squad would like sort of give. Like Lucas Vasquez, you could argue, although I believe he's definitely a better player than Adama. Far better player. Far better player. But you could argue that he sort of offers the same things as other players. You know, I'm not... I'm not going to claim to Constantly watch La Liga But Is he yeah. I mean is, Has he got that many differences To, to a lot of the the, the, uh, the normal Spanish wingers Or full backs Yeah I um, mean just am not sure Just
1: to touch on that Is Jesus Navas in the squad
0: I'm I'm pretty sure in saying that Navas didn't make the cut he either. He didn't make the cut, okay, because sure I, I
1: find that very weird because I thought, um, I think it's Luis Enrique in charge, right? It is Enrique, yeah. so yeah. I thought he would have took at least one of even Navas or Vasquez because they're both for me Strange. very similar players. Yeah, they are, you, yeah. You've got Vasquez who can also play at right wing back mm-hmm. and obviously Navas has moved into a right back role for Sevilla and they're both quite uh, small players, nippy, good at taking on players, good end product and similar builds. I'm very surprised that uh Enrique's not gone for either either of them in his um well, I don't know what man squad he's gone for. It might be twenty six. I'm surprised that neither of them have made the cut. Yeah, I agree. Personally.
0: I agree, it's very surprising because both yeah, both have pretty much thrived the last few seasons. Obviously yeah. Navas won the Europa League last year and Vasquez has had a very good season uh, this season. Every time I've watched him in the Champions League, he's really impressed me. Yeah, he he's a dangerous player. He is, he's really he's, he locked up Sardier Mane, I remember in that Madrid Liverpool game and he's yep. had countless other good games. I think it was against Munch and he had an absolute blinder, got yep. a couple of assists. I'm not too sure. I think I'm pretty sure it was Munch sure and I'm not too sure. I'm not going to. Not gonna say it was 100, percent but I do remember him having some good performances. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Chalking up assists, defending quite well, and I think he's definitely a big miss, especially compared to Adama, who got what one goal, one assist in the Prem. I think he might have been
1: two assists. Two my, assists my, my, but
0: it. still, it's not a great return. That's he is a Spanish Dan James, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, you're not wrong with that <laughs> with that comparison,
1: and I know that obviously he thrives off him and Jimenez being in the box or a target man in the box. But yeah, it's still shocking. Like we said on the last podcast, I expected him to take a bit more authority and. To to make a bit more of a difference, regardless of Jimenez not being there, and he's just not stepped up at all. He really hasn't
0: whatsoever. You'd expect him to
1: have been a lot more
0: creative and to have a much bigger impact and sort of be the spearhead of this Wolves team this yeah. season. But someone like Pedro Neto has stepped up much more. At than 19 years of
1: age, yeah. he's the one who's took authority 19, over, someone like, over someone like Adama, who's been linked with a lot of big teams last year. Yeah, so he's after still his getting, great season,
0: he's still getting linked to teams like Liverpool, which I yeah, think is I quite think crazy.
1: Baffling. I think some of it, some of it is bullshit though, just to sell a story. Oh, percent. Not going to lie, hundred yeah. percent. I don't really know what level of club he could play for right now to be fair he's been really really poor in the last twelve months,
0: I agree with you. But overall, on the Spain squad, it's not overly strong.
1: Strikers um, options—they've got what Morata Mar- and Moreno.
0: Moreno, Moreno is a good player. He's not obviously like world yeah. class, but he does get a lot of goals. I
1: don't know if he's a European Championship-winning standard striker. Yeah, I, no, I mean, obviously no, he's got sure. th- he's got thirty goals this year. A lot of them came in obviously like Liga and the Europa League. A lot
0: of penalties, to be fair.
1: Yep, yeah, yep, yeah, a lot of penalties. But he's not played at the top club level of the Champions League, which he'll play in next year. But in terms of experience going into the competition he's not played at the peak level of um, international football as well as club football so I don't know if he's going to be good enough to lead the line for Spain I think it, they'll probably go with Morata because he's been there will, and done yeah. it yeah, he's agreed. won a few trophies been around the block at different clubs and now he's getting a few more starts I, I think he'll probably lead the line for Spain yeah agreed personally.
0: I think they've got oh yeah, I'm. I'm Completely gonna butcher Oyazabel. his name. Oh Yazabal. Oh Yeah. Yeah. I seem to say that every episode. That I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm gonna butcher someone's name, but <laughs> yeah, I think it's pretty clear. I'm not great at pronunciations, but I think it is. Oh who is a good winger. He's, he's a very tidy, good yeah. player. But again, I'm not sure he's got the quality of. Maybe a maybe a French winger like Mbappe or, or Kingsley Coman nah. or one of ours like Phil Foden. I, I don't think the Spain squad on paper is. I think England is better. Honestly, oh. I do think England is better. I'd agree. Just just on squads alone, I would say that f- only France and Portugal are actually strong. I'm not trying to be too biased here, but I yeah. don't think that's fair.
1: I'd probably agree with you. I think you've also got to consider the fact that both of our um, both Champions League final teams are from England, yes. which says a lot about our international squad and how good our standard of football is in this country. So, in terms of our squad, I think it is one of the best. I'm just curious and sceptical whether Southgate has got the tactical nous to beat the big nations. Yeah, because when you look at the um, the um, World Cup run, the best team he played was Croatia. Um, obviously, he lost he played, two. yeah, yeah, he yeah. lost two, but also he played against the second string Belgium in a game where it was probably best to finish second because Belgium did actually have a harder run. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I do have my question marks about Southgate. There's no doubt that he's incredible at man management because it seems to be a really tight group. Um, that he's got there and they're all wanting to play for him but I just question his tactics and um, his system as well because I I can't really work out his philosophy and what style of play he wants to go with sometimes he's gone with a back four sometimes he's gone with a back five and obviously with Maguire having question marks about his fitness I just can't really predict what Southgate's going to go with
0: yeah I'm exactly the same as you I think, as you said, Southgate's a very good man manager. A man manager. <laughs> um, I think that's why the EFA love him and keep him. There's never been any sort of rumours of him getting sacked. Yeah. Although it is does seem very hard to get sacked from an England job considering how long A.D. Boothroyd lasted with the 21. That was disgraceful. Despite doing an absolutely horrendous job. But I think the thing that Southgate... Keep the thing that keeps him in a job all this time is that he is such a good man manager. He keeps the harmony in the squad. He manages speaks well in the well. press as well. He does. He's yeah, like by the press. He does. He's he's, he's a good bloke. He's yeah. Not the greatest manager, as you said, tactically he is fairly inept, very poor. Probably not the standard that we need as England manager. As England manager, and definitely not good enough probably to go and beat uh, someone like Didier Deschamps, who's won the who's won the World Cup. Yeah. And yeah, um, I don't think Southgate's. I think Southgate will hold back the squad personally. I think he has the last few years because there's so much talent in the squad. Players like Phil Foden, Mason Mount, Jack Grealish... And the real question is well, can Southgate get the best out of them at a major tournament because our squad right now is much better than it was in 2018 I think.
1: Yeah, I would agree. You
0: know in 2018 we had players like Henderson. I mean Henderson is a very good player now but back then I don't think he was all that. Yep. Deli Ali started, Lingard started, who are both good then. Ashley Young
1: at left wing back. Ashley
0: Young at wing back. Yeah, but none of these players were as good as they are as good as good as the ones we've got now or no. the ones that we've got now are better versions than they were then like yeah, Henderson I agree. if he plays. Declan Rice is a much better central defensive midfielder than Henderson was back then. Mason Mount, Foden, both borderline world-class right now. Same with Sancho and Grealish. We have got more attacking talent than I can ever remember us having, even back in like 2010 when, when we had like Prime Rooney, we had Terry, we had Gerrard. Yeah, we had, we had world-class yep. players through our squad, but I think we have more attacking talent now. You look at those attackers in that squad, and every one of them, pretty much, has performed so well this season. The worst one in there is probably... Ollie Watkins, who's still got what thirteen goals, five assists in the Premier yeah. this year, he's a nuisance, and he probably won't even make the full squad. And I think with this with this level of attacking talent, we we have we have to go really far in this tournament. We have to play well. We have There's to. There's a lot of pressure football. on Southgate, I think, for this. A tournament, A lot of pressure. In 2018, it was sort of a free run yeah. because we knew our squad was poor. We knew there was a lot. There's a lot of teams who had better teams than us. Yeah. And now we're one of the favourites. We're genuinely probably in the top and three favourites. And you've got, you got to remember
1: as well, the semis in the final at Wembley. Yeah, That's we've, got, a big thing. we've
0: got a lot of home advantage here. Yeah. And this this is a defining tournament for our England squad, I'd say. And I, as you said, I think 2026 as well, we should improve more. We could be even better by 20, then. 26 is next quite far. As well. It is far yeah. away, yeah. A lot can happen in that time. 2022 next year, obviously, the World Cup, yeah. you'd say we're absolutely primed for because... I mean, going all through all the way through the team. Um, John Stones and Maguire will be both 28, which is basically a defenders' prime. Yeah. Shaw will have another year of um, hopefully playing at the top level and probably still be the best few left backs in the
1: world. Hopefully, Grealish will have a full season under his yeah, belt. Yeah, Grealish and stay fit.
0: can get even better, like he has done this season compared to last. Uh, Greenwood will be approaching his prime a bit more. Phone number growing another year. Bellingham. Will, everyone looks like they're going to grow in that squad. Yep but even now I think we have to go far with this squad as you said two Champions League finalists and Mason Mount and Phil Foden have been driving forces yeah no I agree so they have to perform at the big level and if they don't you could ask question marks about their mentality but I think a lot of the blame would probably end up going on Southgate yeah because it it seems impossible not to get the best out of these two best out of these two players because they're they're such model professionals they're such big talents it seems like if they're not performing then there's something a lot deeper that's going wrong there Uh, in my opinion anyway
1: Yeah No I I totally agree with you mate And something I do want to touch on Is the word experience You know Yes it's quite a young team But when you actually look into it With a bit more detail You've got a lot of English players Who are going to be playing In the Champions League final You've got a lot of Man United players Who are also English That played in the Europa League final So a lot of players there From the squad that played In European finals You then talk about International football You talk about the World Cup semi-final A big game And that run So they've experienced that That competition And what happened in it Also the Nations League You know when they mm-hmm. beat Croatia 2-1 yeah. won away at Spain uh, done well to um, to get to the semi-finals as well so this England squad has actually gained a lot of experience over the last couple of years despite being quite a young squad on paper oh, for sure. so I don't think you can use the word experience as an excuse if we were to do bad in this competition because you've got so, so many of these players who are playing at the top level, literally the top level in club football by reaching these finals and also the international team that's going far in competitions now because we did go through what like 10, 15, 20 years of just doing absolute shite <laughs> but now finally credit to Southgate where it's due despite it being quite an easy run at the World Cup he got to a semi-final and it was a good run and he united the whole nation again you Really, did, and yeah. overall I just don't think you can use experience as an excuse I do agree though in Qatar I think we will be a lot better in terms of our squad players will have a lot more experience hopefully players will have a full season under their belt there'll be more players that we probably haven't even like thought about they'll probably be coming through the ranks bellingham will be a lot better as well with another full season under his belt I'm, I'm just really excited about the euros i'm excited about the squad and i do think there is a lot of experience there a lot more experience than people may think i think you're spot on there just going through the squad you know like oh there we go the voice is going <laughs> um
0: jordan Pickford played at world cup semi-final yep. alexander arnold champions league winner premier league winner yeah was in that World cup squad as well he's got ridiculous amounts of experience for someone who's only what twenty one so you definitely can't use the age argument with him. Two in a Champions, Champions League, league final. final James in a Champions League final. Cody
1: Europa League just saying C- Cody's played Europa League yeah. quarterfinals. Yeah.
0: Maguire's played Europa League final. He's got to the latter stages of various competitions. Was in the semi finals of the World Cup. Yeah. Played for a team in the top end of the Prem. Luke Shaw again done the same. Europa played Europa League, Europa final. league finals. Yeah. Been at the t- upper end of the Prem. Stones in the Champions League final. One trophies. should won the league uh, and was in the semi-finals of the World Cup Walker is in the Champions League final and semis with the World Um, Cup yeah Um, uh, even Bellingham has played in the Pockel final Pockel final final. Champions League quarters Henderson obviously has done it all Lingo's done it all pretty much (laughs) Um, Mason Mounts in the Champions League final I mean, you know, not to be fair, not with Phillips and Walprowls, but um, yeah, Phillips Phil- and
1: Phillips Rice and uh, Prowls—they've been thriving. Well, you could say thriving in mid-table sides. Yeah, they are which is still relatively good. They are huge names in their current teams. They're they're all they're all leaders pretty
0: much. Move on to the forwards: Phil Foden, Champions League finalist. Um, Greenish has asked to carry his team. Yeah, <coughs> our voice is going once more.
1: Um, Harry Kane,
0: obviously, is Harry Kane.
1: Greenwood, uh, Euro League final.
0: Yeah, uh, Greenwood, Euro League final. Rashford, Europa League final. Slack has been in the Europa League semis. Yeah. Sancho's Pokal final and Champions League
1: knockout stages. Sterling, Sterling won League final. And that's uh, the majority of the squad. That is that, is, that is Gone 15, far into names. a competition. Yeah. And that's really good to see. It is. Brilliant. But um, yes, some of them have lost in those games, but yeah. they've played in them. So, yeah, overall, it's really, really good to see that a lot of these players have got to the business end of club competitions. Yeah. So, yeah, it's really good to see. 100% agree. And so, just moving on a little bit. Um, you mentioned
0: to me just before we went on air that Andros Townsend did an interview on TalkSport, was it? Yeah. Saying that Ebere Eze was actually included in the squad yep. before he unfortunately picked up an injury which has set him out until the end of 2021, which is horrible for such a talented player. And hopefully he can be on the men soon and get back even sooner than that, but it looks unlikely. But just on that point about Eze, are there any other players who you think are really missing out
1: and could have been in the squad but have
0: just not quite made the cut
1: I feel like Patrick Bamford's gotta be you know the first name to think about yeah what do you get like 17 goals five assists 17 in the the prem yeah yeah exactly like a top English scorer it's a superb return and Leeds fans do have a valid argument to say why is Watkins being chose over him Mm -hmm. I do think that Watkins was always going to get the nod now because he's had that England cap and he's got a goal as well on international duty yeah so I just feel like he's ahead in the pecking order um, but yeah, I feel like Bamford's been hard done by Another striker who, yeah, is a bit of Newcastle bias I feel like Callan Wilson If he did play a lot more of the season Didn't pick up his hamstring injury Maybe he would have got to like 15, 16 goals And then been in the conversation Obviously he's scored for England as well And played for England as well So he would have been another name So that's just on strikers And then talking about midfield It's another one who I think's had a really, really good season But he was probably never going to make the cut Because of the competition around him Jack Harrison of yeah, Leeds I think he's had a was. very good season I think it was 18 goal contributions 9 goals 9 assists or something like that incredible return so yeah he's another one and that's just a couple of names off the top of my head mate I don't know if you can think of some others as well but um, yeah maybe even Carl Darlow for the goalkeeper position Yeah, I, I know obviously Dubravka came in and Darlow I know he's a bit biased but
0: no, 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 I agree. Darlow was class. Yeah,
1: he, he was superb in that opening half of the season. I do feel like he is overall a better goalie than Aaron Ramsdale. Oh, for sure. But because he wasn't playing in the second half of the season, it would have been a bit weird for him to get an England call-up. So, yeah, that's probably why he's gone with Ramsdale because he's played, like, most games this season or, like, the majority of the season. So, but, yeah, Darlow may have been a shout. Um... And maybe even James Justin before his um, oh, yeah. ACL injury,
0: and even, even Harvey Barnes as well. Yeah, the Harvey Barnes. One. He could have easily got into hell. a I couple have got unlucky from injuries. Yeah, as like a
1: Barnes, um, Justin obviously. Yeah, Justin obviously. So yeah, there's a few. Madison. I don't know about Madison. Yeah, I feel like sure. I look at that midfield right now and I think yeah, fair they better. Like even James Ward-Prowse, I do feel like he's an overall better player than Madison. I know it sounds a bit weird, but yeah, he'll, he off, he'll offer more to the squad
0: than Madison would, I believe. Yeah,
1: yeah, he can play in the six, he can play in the eight, in mm-hmm. in like various positions. But I feel like with Madison, I don't know if I trust him defensively. I don't, I don't trust him to put in the effort to track back and uh, be good defensively and sound defensively. Oh, I feel yeah, like yeah. he's always been naturally a number ten. He plays just. Off the striker I know in Roger's team he's been playing more of like a left centre mid role with Tielemans and indeed he's sitting kind of thing but um yeah I, d- I don't know how I feel about Madison right now yeah personally. I'm not
0: sure I don't think he was too unlucky not to get in the squad yeah I think he's a very talented midfielder and maybe in a different era he could easily be pushing for the squad if there was different competition because I think yeah. I think he's a very good Premier League player with a massive future but right now um, he's probably not too much further than Smith Rowe is in the pecking order. To be fair, yeah,
1: he's he's far off. Unfortunately, Madison for him. Yeah, I, a lot of I, I really,
0: I really rate him, and I, I know Leicester fans are a bit unhappy that he's not in the squad, but I, th- I think it's pretty fair. Yeah. Um. Just trying to think other of other names. names off the top I of my think. Head. Centre backs the main position for me because I do not. Oh, Tamori. Yeah, Tamori. Yeah, I
1: forgot about Tamori. I mean, I Tomori would, I'd, I'd have him in. Yeah, Tamori and Konza. I think they're both better players than Ben White. Yeah. Personally, I do. But I, I even think that, player. um, I think that Lewis Dunk's a better player than Ben White. Oh, I've, th-
0: I've got, I've got a mate who's a Brighton fan, and he says that uh, Ben White's their third best centre back after Webster and Dunk. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not oh, surprised. I agree with him. From what I've seen of, of Brighton, White's not had that great of a season, and Dunk is massively reliable. I, th- I personally think. Cody Mings and Ben White are way off. Um, Tamori, Conter, yeah, even Duncan Tarkovsky. Yeah, Tarkovsky was really good. Mee's ben Mee is another actually. good one. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of good names at centre back would get overlooked. Pretty much mainly because they don't play for a big club. I know Mings is place for Aston Villa. But he, he's, a, he's a big left-footed centre-back. It is hard it is hard to ignore him, despite his lack of qualities. And I think if you asked any Aston Villa fan who's a better player, I think every single one would say Esri concert from what yeah. I've seen this season anyway. I totally
1: agree, and I think there was a stat in the first half of the season, he only got dribbled past once. He did, yeah. When, um, obviously, Villa were in the European places with Grealish firing. Yeah. And Villa started the season really well. They dropped off a little bit, but still finished the season well. They did. They so finished,
0: what, 10 points clear of 12th or something yeah, like that? Yeah, yeah.
1: Um, yeah. But yeah, I'm just trying to think of names off the top of my head here, and um, maybe even Aaron Cresswell Cresswell's could, could a possibly year. be maybe a name in the mix, I don't think he makes the cut. If there's a third left back, it's Aaron Cresswell, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, I'd agree, I'd agree. Um, but yeah, I feel, I feel like Tamori in particular for me has done really, um, been really hard done by, because I do watch a lot of Serie yeah, A, really well, and yeah, AC Milan kept five clean sheets in a row before the end of the season, and Tamori was a massive part in all of those games. So I feel like Tomori got really hard done by and it's not just like at Chelsea I felt like he was a player who he, he's very quick. Everyone knows he's a very quick player and he was very reliant on uh, his recovery pace. I felt like he's quite similar to Davison Sanchez in the way how they play. They're both quite quick mm. but they they were reliant on their recovery pace.
0: I think Tamori's is a much smarter player. Than yeah, oh yeah, this this is
1: what I was going to get onto mate. I feel like at AC Milan obviously with with the Italian game being known for its defensive well I don't know what the word is, but it's it's very defensive over yeah, there. It's
0: always been a more defensively focused style of football. Yeah, over it's there. a very
1: disciplined league, yes, and I feel like yeah. under someone like Stefano Pioli, who's he was a very good player, he has learnt a lot, and also playing with the likes of like uh, Romagnoli and just other players. Simon like, Simon Kier. Yeah, Simon Kier, it. who's actually quite a solid player. He's learnt a lot in only six months, so hopefully he goes permanent at AC Milan, and I feel like he probably, if he has a good season and does well in the Champions League. Like Even if AC Milan have a shit year, but um, he he personally has a good season and in the Champions League he performs, I feel like he'll definitely be on the plane for Qatar.
0: I completely agree with you. I think he's definitely one that will be in that Qatar squad eventually because I yeah. think he will go on and progress. I've, every time I've seen Tomori, he's looked like a really strong centre-back, especially for how young he is. I saw yesterday, I think it was Fabrizio Romano, was saying that Tomori is Milan's priority right now. That is the one they're yeah, working I saw on. That. They're working on getting that Tomori deal done before they do any other sort of transfer business which I think is a testament to Tamori's quality and how much he offers to a squad so I think for me centre-backs wise he's probably the next in line I'd say after these guys and he's very hard done by
1: yeah I agree I um, think he's above I think he's above Konter for me yeah I, th- I would completely agree
0: with you there yeah. I think Konter can definitely count himself unlucky not to be in this squad because I don't rate Cody I don't rate White too highly yeah, no, I agree. or Mings I think White's there because he's a
1: ball player he's he's very well known Versatile, for being a ball player yeah. play I do like Cody I know he's been a bit controversial this season because obviously um, Wolves have had quite a bad year but he is very good on the ball very good on the ball is Conor Cody because he and used he's to be a at uh, Liverpool's academy he was a centre midfield player He's always had a good pin on him, and he's a leader, like you say. He was a captain. He's been captain of that club for years now. Captain in a Europa League quarter final. He's also played for England. Um, so yeah, I feel I, I feel like that's fair. I still I, it's a personal opinion of mine. I do think that's fair, but yeah, someone like Ben White, I I don't really agree with it. Personally, yeah, I agree. There's definitely a lot more in the pegging order who are better. Yeah,
0: I think that's probably actually the one they wanted to mention was Aaron Wambasaka. Oh, because yeah, I, I well. think he's probably a better right back than Trippier. For example, if we signed Trippier like we've been linked with, he'd definitely be an understudied to, to Wambasaka. wan is absolutely quality, in my oh, opinion. I
1: totally you. agree, mate, but I, I do feel like Trippier does deserve a lot more credit. The reason why oh, I say a this, player. yeah, a yeah I mean, obviously in the World Cup, he performed well, I thought. Um, obviously the cha- I think he played in the Champions League final but he definitely played in the semis he's got a lot of experience good set piece yeah. and since he's gone to Atl- Atletico Madrid he's been a good signing over there he he has. he's and improved
0: a lot since going there yeah, under Simeone hasn't exactly
1: it? and we know about Simeone it's, very, it's, it's a very disciplined brand of football defensive brand of football that classic 4-4-2 and it works And exactly and he was more of a fullback I mean I felt like at Tottenham when you think about Pochettino you had Walker and Rose who bombed on and I felt like uh, Trippy had done that as well when he was at Tottenham. Yeah. But since he's gone to Atletico, he's really um, he's made his defensive game a lot more sound, and he's also chipped in with a few assists. I'm pretty sure I'm going to quickly search it up. He has got five or six assists this season, that which is a so great bad. return yeah, from right decent. back. I am curious though because I do think he also takes uh, corners, so a lot of them might, <laughs> a lot of the assists may have came from that. But yeah, 6 assists in 28 games in yeah, 28 that's not too games. Bad. That's not too bad. Yeah, and 28 games shows to me that he is the starting right back. Oh, he is, yeah, he's so, a huge part of that team. yeah, he he has done very well over there and I do feel like he probably deserves to be in over wan personal opinion. Yeah. No, I,
0: I probably on balance I do agree with you. Yeah. I think I just think wan for someone of his qualities is unlucky not to be in the best 33 players pretty much in England because I know he gets a lot of flack around Basaka and even I've given him a lot of flack, but I think he's a really solid right-back. I don't know whether he is better than any of these right-backs.
1: It's just going forwards can be a bit of a concern, it can, isn't it, mate? Yeah, I know, obviously, yeah. he, I, I think he's registered better goal contributions this season to last year. Oh, he has, yeah. Yeah, yes. so he's, he's getting there, and he is still very young, so he is getting there. Maybe when Trippier gets a bit older and there's no new upcoming right-backs, maybe he will get a gig. Um, you've also got the likes of Justin, who can play either side, and Tarek Lamptey as well, who if they have full seasons next year they'll probably be knocking on the door for the Qatar squad if they play well so there's going to be a lot of competition at right back for uh, Wambasaka but i feel like maybe over time i think he'll get in but it's just going forward that is a bit of a concern
0: yeah i do i do agree with you i do understand what you're saying but on players who we have sort of suggested could get called up I think that's probably about it. I think we've yeah. probably discussed oh, yeah, I, I,
1: I agree. Yeah, There's no one off the top of my head that I can remember. We p- might be forgetting one or two, but yeah. I can't think of any off the top of my head. I think we've pretty much covered most of the, of the close runners, at least, to getting in this squad. Yeah.
0: Um, moving on now, we're going to discuss, before we go to a break, we are going to go on and talk about the players that we think are going to get cut, because so far, this is a 33-man squad. And it is going to get cut down to 26 players for the European Championships. Yep. So we are going to talk about the eight players. I think it it's eight s- seven, mate. Yeah, 33 s- minus seven. seven is 26. So s- yeah, seven. Seven players. Seven, seven, bro. Seven players. Good maths. <laughs> good maths. <laughs> the, the, the seven players. Okay, yeah. they get dropped from the squad. That is shocking from me. Great maths. But moving on to, to um, the list of players who aren't going to quite make the squad... I think the first one's very simple. There's four goalkeepers in the squad. And there's only three who are going to go to the European Championships. Shall we say it together, Jack? The first
1: player cut is going to... Three, two, one, Ramsdale. Ramsdale.
0: (laughs) (laughs) There is a nice and easy one. He's not even been that good this year. That's what's funny. He's been shite. It's been terrible. He's got relegated twice in a row. And... I'm not going to say a large part of that is down to Ramsdale but he certainly hasn't helped himself I don't think no. he's had a single good season out of the two last season with Bournemouth he was arguably even better than he was this year Yeah, and that's saying something because he didn't even stand out last season in my opinion
1: I, I totally agree mate and just to quickly touch on something in relation to that you look at the teams that are going to be like, fight relegation every year the likes of Burnley the likes of even Newcastle have been in, in amongst there right we rely on our goalkeepers to come up with big moments. Yeah. Nick, Nick Pope's done it for years. Dabrovic done it. Darlow's done it. Mm-hmm. There's there's goalkeepers out there that have done it when yeah. they've been in the relegation battle. Well, Ariola done it for a, to a certain extent mm-hmm. when he uh, kept Fulham in the race with us. I look at Aaron Ramsdale and they're on what they were on like two points after half a year, and I know that are know they're absolutely garbage, mate. But. <laughs> You know, you're going to be relying on your goalkeeper to still come up with big moments and big saves. And he doesn't. No, okay. I agree. He made a couple of big saves. You know, I've seen him make some really good saves this year. Yeah, every he does that. Yeah, right? exactly. Every, well. every goal he does because their job is to be a shot stopper. When people say he's a good shot stopper, like Roy Keane said, isn't that his job? Isn't that what he's supposed to do? You know what I mean? So, <laughs> yeah, I, I just don't rate Aaron Ramsdale. I don't think he distributes the ball very well. I, just, I don't really rate him as an overall goalkeeper. I think there's a lot better out there. And when you compare two relegated goalkeepers in Sam Johnston and Aaron Ramsdale, John, for me, Johnson's Johnston's clear. Way, way He's clear. Way so, better. yeah, um, that kind of covers that debate straight away.
0: Yeah, I think that was probably the easiest one. Moving on to the centre-backs, there's currently six in the squad. I think it'll probably be four who go, would you imagine? Or um, it or depends you if
1: he wants to play a back five. If he wants to play a back five, he'll probably take five instead yeah. of four.
0: The only thing is, with a back 5 it probably play Walker and Shaw. yeah, yeah back true three as well. yeah
1: you're not wrong there so yeah you're probably right when you think four and right. I'll take what four backs as well yeah, yeah I
0: think two right two left although it could be three could be three right. I think it probably will be three right backs because Carl Walker will be as a right back slash a right centre back yep personally but I think for the first name to get cut as, as a defender is definitely Ben White yep agree White, I, think, I think we can straight away can down. Down. Actually, yeah. Let's do, let's do all the easy. Let's do the easiest ones first. Okay. Going forward, I think Bukayo Saka is pretty likely to get cut. Would you agree?
1: I think Saka will get cut. Yep.
0: I think Saka gets cut. That's three. Any other obvious names you think won't go to the Euros? um
1: i don't know if it's obvious or not but i feel like ollie watkins is probably a name that will will get cut because I you've agree. got two center forwards in calvert lewin and kane you've got rashford and greenwood who can probably do a job up there if need be yeah so yeah i just feel that like ollie watkins is another name that will go yeah ollie watkins unfortunately mate you are not quite making me and jack's 26. i also feel like ben godfrey I think he's had a good season at Everton. Yeah. But I just feel like there's a lot of competition there already. I look at Maguire, Stones, Mings, he's already capped, and Carl and, um, Walker, who's played there. Cody, who's also capped, who's probably ahead and also could get cut. But just to confirm Godfrey, I do think Godfrey will get cut because of the competition around him in that 33.
0: Yeah, I agree. I think for me, he's a better player than Cody, but yeah. I think Cody, as you did say, does offer, does offer something to the squad. He is... He's a massive leader. Leadership, apparently, good on the ball. Apparently he's good, very good in the dressing room. And I think Cody's very likely to go instead of Ben Godfrey. So that's five names that's there. That's
1: five, is it? Can you read them out for us so we remember? So Aaron
0: Ramsdale, yep. Ben White, yep. Bukayo Saka, yep. Ollie Watkins yep. and
1: Ben Godfrey. Cool. Okay. So I think they're they're Two relatively easy, them five, personally. Yeah. Um, and then who? What, okay, so let's go through, in your opinion now, out of the squad, which of the two do you think are skeptical? Or like, what one's are skeptical being dropped? Right. Let's just. So you work can have more than two here. It. It. It's just like people who you think will probably get dropped or yeah, could get dropped.
0: Yeah. I'm just, just going to look at who's. We've got less. We've got three keepers. Yeah. That's, of those that's, that's sorted keepers wise. Keepers are sorted. Yeah. For yeah. me, Alexander, Arnold, James, and Walker will all go. You think?
1: You think Trent will go?
0: I think Trent will go I think yeah. for me There is four right backs In that squad And I think Trippier Is the weakest of the four And I yeah. think he'll get cut In terms
1: of Southgate's mindset though, Because obviously He has kept Trippier And dropped Trent On on one occasion Yeah Do you think he's going to Put Trent back in I think like, I th- Regardless I of your think... opinion Do you think um, Southgate will put him Back in on that it's a hard one to call. I know. I'm asking you to read Southgate's 50-50. mind, but yeah, <laughs>
0: I think it's pretty 50-50, you know.
1: Yeah, no, I think it's fifty-fifty as well. Because
0: th- there were rumours that he hadn't done enough to impress Southgate, but I think, I think I'm not saying he has impressed Southgate, but I think he has definitely shown enough in the last weeks of the season that he is good enough to go. Because Liverpool has done so well in the league, and Alexander yeah, has yeah. been a massive part of that recently. I think it'd be pretty criminal not to take Alexander on. I think he's probably just snuck into southgate squad just about but yeah it could go either way
1: he is for me He is the best fullback in the world at going forward
0: yes for me definitely i feel like i feel I like
1: someone hakimi is probably just below him in terms of going forward but he is a wing back. he is a wing back so yeah. um in terms of fullback i feel like trent is the best going forward but defensively I, i've said it enough times in group chats on on this podcast <laughs> Defensively, like he's genuinely on par or worse than Javier Manquillo defensively. It's a fact. I'm not. I'm, you know, mate, it's true. I agree. He genuinely he doesn't take his defending seriously. And I know at a club like Liverpool, where you're going to have a lot of the ball, and you're not going to have much opportunity opportunity to defend. You're you're being asked on one or two occasions against smaller teams to defend, and a lot of the times, especially this season, early on the season, he hasn't done his job. I just think he's so bad defensively. I've seen him live as well on a few occasions. I've seen Nathan Redmond absolutely destroy him. Redmond. And we know how shit he is.
0: Redmond's absolutely wanked. Yeah, exactly, mate. (laughs)
1: Exactly. And I I just really, really don't rate him at all defensively. It's really, really embarrassing, I feel like. Especially when you're going to be a world-class fullback. A right-back who... You're a defender on paper, but you can't defend. He needs to sort it out Like If he could actually defend He would be the best right back in the world By a country mile Agreed If he could actually defend Because he's so good going forward But defensively It really needs to He really needs to patch up his defending And that's why he's at 50-50 with Southgate If he, could, if he was able to defend He'd be, he'd be, be Yeah he wouldn't be in he'd be, he'd be starting He'd be one of the first names on the team sheet But yeah He needs to patch up his defending
0: So to cut a long story short Does that mean Alexander-Arnold doesn't make your squad?
1: Yeah, yeah, I was a bit of a rant there. <laughs> That's right. And <laughs> um, right, we love down the road. This okay. is the thing, mate. Like, I know I was just <laughs> talked about his defending, but I, I mean, I probably would take him just because of how. I, I, I'm not going to compliment Trent after just completely slandering sand, <laughs> him defensively. He he's so good going forward that you have to have him in the team, just for his delivery. He's so good going forward, like his cross, his delivery. I I would probably put him in my twenty six. So does Trippier get cut for you?
0: Shit, I forgot. Oh,
1: Reese James. Oh, mate, that's hard. I think
0: Southgate likes Reese
1: James. Yeah, that's hard. That's you've got Walker. I actually made a note on this. For Can me, we...
0: for me, Walker's 100 percent top right back in the squad.
1: Yeah, yeah, I agree. I, I, am with that. I totally agree with that. I did make a note on it. Um, here we go. Right, this was the squad I went for. So this was before ages ago. Okay, so obviously there's a few fi- uh, fitness issues as well. But this is my eight defenders for the squad um this is 23 as well by the way so i went with trent walker and james as the three right backs Mm -hmm. so i didn't go with trippier but he was on my like brackets bit but that's 23 names yeah so So they
0: all make it in that one yes yeah but then
1: uh, do you take you can't really take four right backs Mm -hmm. so No, no way for me yeah so i don't really know who i'd drop I generally can't call it
0: for me. It would be Trippier. Yeah, uh, he did. He did miss what? All oh, the clocks nearly gone flying. <laughs> <laughs> what a save!
1: <laughs> uh,
0: well taken. That's why he's the thirteen keeper. Yeah, you love it. <laughs> but for me, um, Trippier missed a lot of the season because he was suspended for gambling or something. Yeah, I saw that. And oh, he's tough. It's really tough because he's been really good for Atletico. Yeah, but for me, you can't ignore Alexander Arnold and James probably is actually better than Alexander Arnold overall. Uh, he's got more of a balance to his game. Yeah, so I yeah. think you have to take those three because I think Alexander Arnold's the third right back in that squad, but for me he still offers more than Trippier. But I don't know what you think.
1: I I am really I'm quite indecisive and I'm always changing my mind. All the way I, <laughs> I always have done with things like this. Especially England squads. Like my my team changes like every single week depending on the same <laughs> so mine changes it's constantly. So, yeah, so it's so competitive so I, I don't really know I don't really know I feel like you look at someone like Reese James if he plays in the Champions League final and performs he, he's guaranteed to go so I I, I don't really know yet so I feel like I need time to make a decision let the season play out finish this Champions League game and then I can sit down and pick a 26 because right right now I, I genuinely I, I, I don't know
0: if you had to throw a name out if you had to pick someone to get cut life or death you've got to put a name obviously. life or death
1: um, probably Trent Trent. Yeah. Probably Trent cuz I don't trust him defensively enough. That's big. I, I saw him live against Kosovo against uh, I think it was uh, Rashitsa, Uh the left midfielder yeah, tidy player. I think he played Bremen. For, yeah, Bremen, yeah. Might moved, but bullied him. Bullied yeah, him. Scored bullied him. So yeah, just after off experience and seeing him live on a few occasions get bullied I I just can't can't get Trents defending out of my mind. And, like, okay. for me, he plays right back in real life. I do look at a lot of defenders. Like, I do really like Wan-Bissaka because of how good he is defensively. And I, I just look at Trent and I, he needs to sort out his defending, 100%. He needs to take it more seriously. Okay. Yeah.
0: So, you got, you're cutting Trent. You're cutting I'll cut Trent. I'll
1: cut Trent, mate. I'll cut Trent. So, there's
0: one name left. In so far, I've cut Ramsdale, White, Saka, Watkins, Godfrey and Trippier. You've done the same apart from you've cut Alexander-Arnold instead of Kieran Trippier, who you've kept in the squad. Yeah. In terms of the last name, so we're just going to go through the 27 we've got right now. of Henderson, Pickford, Johnston. Yep. Alexander Ronald slash Trippier. Chilwell. Cody. James Maguire. Jackson. Oh, he's taking the jumper off. It is boiling in here, isn't it? (laughs) James Maguire. Mings. Shaw. Stones. Walker. And obviously, as we said, Trippier slash Arnold. Yep. Bellingham, Henderson, Lingard, Mount, Phillips, Rice, Ward, Prowse, calvert Lewin, Phil Foden, Grealish, Greenwood, Kane, Rashford, Sancho, and Sterling. For me, I'm just going to throw it out there. It is out of three names, and those For the names last are, place. Yep. Those names are Jesse Lingard. Yep. Calvin Phillips. Yep. And Mason Greenwood.
1: And you've cut Cody.
0: Oh, I've kept Cody. I've kept, You've him. kept Cody. He's in my okay. squad, yeah. He's one of my four centre backs.
1: Yeah, fair play, fair play. So, what we've got: Greenwood. Sorry, I didn't hear you, mate.
0: Greenwood, Phillips, and Lingard are my three. What are the three? Greenwood, Phillips, and Lingard. Two go and one gets cut for Okay. Me. Um. Well, I don't know about you I don't know if you're agreed. Agreed. If those are any
1: yeah, I can. I can work with that. I can work with that. Um, is, is there any other players that you'd consider cutting? Really? Um, I'll just have a look at the squad Any again, other mate? forwards?
0: Because I think Calvin yeah. Lewin's in the squad is. Calvin lewin has got here. to go for me
1: as a backup to Kane.
0: Foden, Grealish, Kane, Rashford, Sancho, Sterling will have to go. Yeah, I, th- I think the attack's sorted. You've got two. You've got three. Three, oh, yeah, three right-backs, two left-backs, right four backs, centre-backs, three, three, backs, three, backs. Backs, three keepers. I don't think you can cut any more. I think it's got to be midfielder or Mason Greenwood.
1: Yeah, so Greenwood, Ward-Prowse. No, not Ward-Prowse, Phillips. Greenwood, Phillips and Lingard. Yeah. Okay, so Henderson's in the, in the squad, so that must mean he will be fit. I take it.
0: I'm guessing, but it's so same with Maguire. It's another one that's yeah, not sure.
1: Yeah, so you've got Bellingham who can play DM. You've got Henderson who can play DM. You've got Phillips who can play DM. And then I I feel like you have to take three DMs. But then you've got WAPROWS as well. This is really difficult, man. It's tough, isn't it? Very tough. Jesus, right. I'm going to... (laughs) I'm going to... Jesus Christ. This (laughs) is the beauty of it. We're we're so lucky to have this this squad. We really are. We really are. Very lucky. All right, so Greenwood. Greenwood. What's that banging going about? I have no idea, bro. Um, (laughs) I'm going to cut Greenwood. I'm going to cut Greenwood. The reason why I say that, I know he's, yeah, I know it's controversial. He's he's ended the season brilliantly, but I feel like there's enough attacking talent there to Mm -hmm. kind of like cover what he would bring. Mm -hmm. And I feel like I feel like Phillips has to go in case of Henderson not being fit as backup for defensive midfield. And obviously, Southgate does really like him. He's played a lot of games now under Southgate, so I feel like he would go. And then between Lingard and Greenwood. Uh, Lingard's a player who is a bit of a box-to-box midfielder, but he's been playing on the left a lot for West Ham as well. And there's players like Sancho who's been playing on the left for Dortmund, Rashford, um, Sterling who can play on either side, Foden, Greenish. Yeah, I. Uh, yeah, Greenwood. God, Jesus. Oh my God, mate! This is so hard. It's really tough. I, oh my God.
0: I'm just gonna put it out there. Yeah,
1: you say yours. In mine,
0: <laughs> I have. I've kept Calvin Phillips first of all.
1: Yeah, yeah. So I I think I'm thinking about need, keeping Phillips. I think you keep need Phillips.
0: to have him. And I have just edged with cutting Jesse Lingard. Okay. Because for me, Lingard's best position and the only position he would fit into the team is at number ten. Yeah. And in it's my four, opinion. Two, three, one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. And in my opinion, Phil Foden, Mason Mount and Grealish all play in that position before him. Whereas with Mason Greenwood, I think he's the second best natural finisher in the country. And I think you have to have that in the squad because he can come on and change a game so quickly. Yeah. And I think off the right. I just don't feel like
1: Southgate would trust him.
0: Yeah, I'm not sure Southgate would trust him. However, he was in the squad earlier in the season before yeah. the Icelandic incident. Yeah. <laughs> and I, th- looking at it, Sancho's probably the only natural right winger. I think Sterling's better off left. Rashford's better off left. So Sancho's been playing left. left for Dortmund, mate. He has, yeah. So, he has. I think yeah. Greenwood's one of the most natural. Well, he's not, he, he probably is more of a striker eventually. But I think as a right winger Greenwood's one of the best and there is only two strikers, natural strikers in that squad so Greenwood could also be a third striker I'd probably play him striker before Rashford
1: yeah me, I mean you, you know a lot more about Lingard and um, Greenwood because obviously they're your club I know obviously Lingard's been out at West Ham but yeah you know you I, I,
0: th- I think Lingard's really thrived yeah, at West Ham so I, I, I feel like I your opinion is probably
1: it's more knowledgeable here because I've yeah I, I, I don't really know what I do personally no, I I, I, don't, I don't I don't feel like either best. of them would actually play much I know I just can't No see no no they wouldn't play much I, n- I know Greenwood's been class and he's great in front of goal and he only needs half a yard but I just can't see Southgate trusting him because of how I I just don't really rate Southgate as a coach much in terms of <laughs> tactics I don't like. What
0: about for you if it was your squad don't, don't My for, squad Forget about Southgate pretend you're right, the manager here
1: If I was the manager right um,
0: Is it Greenwood that gets cut or is it Jesse Lingard
1: Well I would cut Greenwood because, because I'll play a different formation but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah but again I, I'm trying to think of Southgate and what he could possibly do here and I just can't see him playing Greenwood much yeah I don't, yeah, I, I don't really know it's, it's a hard one fa- bro that's
0: fair play mate I'm looking at all the players we've cut I think it just shows how much quality there is in the squad because, yeah. it just is the squad because yeah. that is it's, good, it's a good, it's a good debate to have cut. it just yeah. proves
1: how good our squad is like you've got there's other nations out there that will probably know they're 23 or whatever it is. Twenty six. Oh
0: yeah, there's loads of squ- loads of um, loads of nations already released their squads. Yeah,
1: so they knew straight away, and it's yeah. it's kind of it proves how lucky we are to have the depth that we do because Southgate is exactly. taking yeah. his time with it. So even,
0: even in the France squad, you've got Musa, freaking Sissoko.
1: Yeah, exactly. Like, that's <laughs> stupid.
0: And he sh- he's yeah, he's sure terrible, he mate. Is he's he's so mate. He's he's, so he's bad. shit. He's shit. <laughs> so, and yeah, for us, we're really struggling to cut a player like Jesse Lingard who's been amazing this season so for me my 7 is Aaron Ramsdale yep. Ben White Pakayo yep. Saka Oli Watkins Ben Godfrey Kieran Trippier and Jesse Lingard and for Jack Cholton he cuts Aaron Ramsdale Ben White Pakayo Saka Oli Watkins Ben Godfrey Trent Alexander Arnold and Mason Greenwood yep. those are our 7 getting cut so our complete squad is Henderson Johnston Pickford Yeah. Trent slash Trippier, Chilwell, Cody, James Maguire, Mings, Shaw, Stones, and Kyle Walker. Yeah. Bellingham Henderson, Mount Phillips, Rice, Ward, Prowse, Lingard slash Greenwood. Yeah. Dominic Calvert-Lewin, Phil Foden, Jack Grealish, Harry Kane, Marcus Rashford, Jadon Sancho, and Raheem Sterling. That is our 26-man squad for the Euros. Yeah. And I think it is time that we go for a little break before we come back for part two, talking about the Champions League and our Europa League defeat. What but that has been part one of the Rose Ed Show. Let's play that music. <laughs> We are back for part two on the Rose Edge show, here with Jack Cholton, Jack Cholton running down the wing.
1: Oh my. And we are back <laughs>
0: to talk about the Champions League final before we move on and talk about Villarreal beating my team, Manchester United, in the Europa League final. Wait. But first of all, we've got to talk about the massive game tomorrow, it is Chelsea versus Manchester City. The two oil clubs of England have made it to the Champions League final. And fair play to them, they both deserved it. City beating PSG in a wonderful semi-final, which they completely controlled over 180 minutes. Did I say controlled? Or con- I meant to say controlled. <laughs> um, Chelsea beat Real Madrid as well, as Atletico Madrid, in the round of 16. They also beat Porto, but Porto aren't great. No. So two worthy finalists, and we're going to do a little combined eleven for the game. But before that, Jack, yeah, give me a score prediction, just like something that comes to your head. What do I, you reckon?
1: I've had this score line in my head for weeks now. Mm-hmm. Honestly, since since the two teams like were saying right, these two are playing in the final. It's two one. Two one. It's two one. But the whole time I've been like, "What ways are going to go?" Like it's when Chelsea, when Chelsea won against um. City in the semis I was like yeah they're going to win Drid. 2-1 yeah oh no oh, so, oh, oh, like, FA, FA Cup, cup. Sorry, yeah, FA sorry. Cup yeah 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 the and then obviously City win the league with good form I'm like yeah they're going to win and then Chelsea lost the cup final yeah. so I'm like City 2-1 so yeah I'm, I'm going to go City 2-1 but City saying 2-1. that I do want Chelsea to win it you do? yeah because the reason is, simply, I, I do not like Arsenal fans, <laughs> apart from Michael. Michael's one of the yeah. rare ones I actually do yeah. like. Love you, Just, Michael. Yeah, love you too, son. <laughs> I mean, on Twitter, though, they do my nothing. Oh, they're awful. They, they really do my awful. nothing. So, on that basis, I really want Chelsea to be like London is blue and yeah. give it all that. So yeah, I, I I would like to see them win the Champions League mm-hmm. well, personally.
0: Uh, for me, I'm torn. Yeah, I've been tossing and turning because I don't like Chelsea fans. I've got a few mates who are Chelsea fans who are completely delusional. They are also pretty bad on Twitter. And the thing about City is they're barely a club. They've no. got no fans. They're just oil. They had like what Sky Sports said they had dozens of fans are there. Yeah, that was afraid. funny I mean, yeah. too. They're, even they're taking the piss out of Man City. Um, they basically they're just they're just. I don't even, I don't care about City, but at the same time, it's they're still so far Manchester away from club. United. They are aren't they? yeah, so at the same time, though, they're still a Manchester club, and if they won the Premier, the Champions League, and the Car out in the same season, yeah, it, it is one of the closest seasons to rival our ninety nine treble. So I'm pretty much torn. I think for me, whatever happens someone's going to lose which fills me with a lot of joy I oh, usually do in usually <laughs> a football team does lose unless they draw but in the final they can't lose there's but no draws in
1: finals so. <laughs> it's, it's, what
0: I'm trying to say is it's going to fill me with a lot of joy whoever loses yeah. whoever wins you know, they, can, they can enjoy but whoever, whoever loses it'll be brilliant yeah. it'll be funny to laugh at Chelsea what's fans what's your score prediction? <sighs> I think 1-0 Chelsea 1-0 Chelsea 1-0, 1-0 Chelsea 1-0 yeah. that would be superb I think Chelsea might sneak at 1-0 I've just got this yeah. sick feeling that the, the Chelsea will win it and, and Chelsea fans will be gloating to me for years to come <laughs> <laughs> yeah but yeah it's a hard one I don't want either team to win but unfortunately no. I think probably one of them probably will win yeah I think they usually <laughs> do in the final don't they so yeah <laughs> but I'm, I'm very much looking forward to the game yeah oh I can't wait they are two very high quality teams yeah. particularly City they are a joy to watch I, I, I love most of Man City's players I love Mahrez yeah De Bruyne's great to watch I love you Phil Foden can't really hate their squad yeah the, one, the one thing that edges it for me for City for seeing them win is Aguero it'd be nice to see Aguero yeah yeah it.
1: especially that iconic quote it's like I won't to City into it with yeah. in the Champions League to so win it in your final year it'd be super. it will be amazing yeah and yeah. I, I
0: think personally for most rival well personally for me and I think probably for most United fans and most rival fans Aguero is one of the Hardest players to hate. Yeah, no, like, I totally there's agree. There's nothing to hate about Aguero. I know he scored that goal that didn't win us the league, but you know you can't hate him for it. Nah, obviously, nah. obviously I'll never forgive him. But <laughs> but you <laughs> yeah. know you know if, if you're not a United player did the same, you'd be, you'd be celebrating it. It's not a bad thing. You know he's a model professional. He's he's never done anything wrong in his career, pretty much. Nah. Easy player to love. He's been an absolute joy to watch for what ten odd years. Yeah, and it'll be sad to see him leave the premise Same with Hazard when he left it's a player you always want to see playing in the Premier League no matter how much damage they're doing to your own team <laughs> yeah um, it'd be lovely to see him lift the trophy um, and I think there's a very good chance that you will I think they're probably our favourites my prediction. yeah I reckon they're favourites I think, yeah. think they're favourites um, Chelsea came fourth in the Prem they lost to Villa the other day yeah
1: saved by Tottenham
0: yeah well Chelsea's, Chelsea not Chelsea they lost to Villa uh, while well, yeah. City smacked Everton 5-0 yeah. so that does bode well for the, for the Manchester side yep but I'm, I'm, very, I'm looking forward to the game I no, think it's going to be a very interesting, cha- yeah. it's be a more interesting Champions League final than we've had for the last few years Yeah. Uh, I'm more excited for it than Liverpool versus Tottenham even the Tottenham yeah. were underdogs because yeah. I think this will be a very high-quality game. It might be a bit cagey.
1: I felt like the pen in that. Sorry, just touching that 2018 final. I felt like Ruined the penalty it. killed the game. It's completely. Did. When that when, when that goal went into well, when Salah scored the pen, <laughs> Liverpool done something that I Oof. don't really see them. You are right, son? <laughs> yeah, all good. <laughs> yeah. I say, um, when Salah scored the penalty, Liverpool done something that I've not seen them really ever do before, and that was they sat in, sat deep, absorbed the pressure, and got another goal on the counter through Origi. Spurs so I didn't have a sniff, did they? Yeah, no, they didn't. didn't. It sniff. was all half chances though. They had a lot of attempts in the game, but it was a, it was a lot of half chances. In and around the box, yeah. they were tough to score. So, it, I mean, that was one of the most ta- like best tactical performances I've seen. Oh, they were. They and were, Liverpool, they Klopp got it superb. They learned from uh, when they lost the previous final. They really did. Yeah, they learned so much. Evident, so, yeah. yeah, I mean, obviously, the, one of these teams, like Chelsea, obviously last one the competition was t- 2012. Mm-hmm. So there's not many players. So I can't think of never. anyone. Yeah, City obviously never been there. <laughs> so. That, you know there's, they're still relic- they're all new to this situation yeah. this scenario
0: the nearest ones as Piloquato and yeah like 2014ish exactly
1: so it's really hard to predict it really yeah. is So, yeah. and just to touch on Chelsea obviously you covered City there to touch on Chelsea I've really enjoyed watching Chelsea play you know yeah. I, I have it's quite a, a defensive I mean, yeah, yeah I, I have quite a defensive minded background when it comes to football you do, and yeah. I, I love <laughs> yeah 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 I, I, and I, I look at Tuchel and the way how he's set up Chelsea in the time he's been there in such a short period of time he's got so many clean sheets I mm. find it really fascinating yes yeah, so do I Yeah, it's, I mean, it's really it's, good
0: it's not entertaining but it is it's in, it is interesting and it's, it is it's great it's great because it's, it's quality football.
1: Yeah. It's like, conser- the, the, the way, well, the phrase how I'd use to describe it is like, it's conservative possession football. Like, yeah. they don't make many errors on the ball. Mm. Apart from like the Jorginho one for the Arsenal goal, but <laughs> they like, they'll have a lot of the ball, a lot of safe possession, mm-hmm. but they, they know when to take the risks and yeah. how to use space when they get into those situations in the final third. So yeah, I do, I do really like watching Chelsea and I feel like they do need a couple more additions this window, but in terms of going into the final, I, I, do back them and if they do win it i wouldn't say I'm, i'd be surprised because of how good they've been mm. under tuchel mm. so yeah they're probably these I two agree. teams are probably the two best teams in europe and i know it sounds stupid because they're, <laughs> they're the ones in the final but like they have been so consistent yeah like city in have been the, so in the champions league especially yeah exactly city have been so consistent since they went on that winning run mm-hmm. um so the early start of the season, and since Tuchel's came in, he's been sensational in the Champions League. the defensive record in the Champions League is ridiculous. It's really good. So, really yeah, good. it's going to be a really good final. Um, I do feel like the first goals going to be so like very important because both teams are capable of of shutting up shop and defending a one goal lead. We saw we watched it together for the Man City PSG game. Yeah, they were just so disciplined they after really they went were. one nil up, mm-hmm. and the same with Chelsea. They've got a lot of one nils, two ones, one goal margin wins this season. So. Both teams are capable of holding on to a lead, so yeah, yeah, that first goal is massive.
0: Two, two very defensively sound teams, and I agree. Yeah. With, I agree with you massively. The first goal, whoever gets the first goal, probably will win the game because they're both so ta- they're both so tactically sound, aren't they? Mm. They're both tactically brilliant. Um, two fans, two of the best managers in the world, probably two of the top sort of five managers in the yeah. world. Peps, point number one, and Tuchel's not far off. Nah. I think it's gonna be a fascinating Champions League final, and whoever wins it will probably deserve it. They'll probably yeah. drop drop a masterclass when it matters most. I'm really excited to see players like Mason Mount and Phil Foden. Yeah, qualification for the It really is. Yeah, yeah. I'm really excited. Some really excited to see them play yeah. on the biggest stage of them all. And talking about more about the players specifically, we're going to get into this combined eleven. Yeah, we have here we both go. made it during the break. But we have not discussed it with either person. Kept it undisclosed. We have kept it undisclosed. Mm. We're going to start off with the goalkeeper, Jack. How is your goalkeeper?
1: I, I just want to credit Mendy, first of all. So do I, He's yeah. been absolutely sensational since he came in, mm-hmm. but I've, I've had to go with Edison. Agreed. Got a golden glove winner, yep. superb distribution. Amazing I, I, on the ball. Yeah. Absolutely amazing. Best goalie in the world on the ball. By far. Uh, yeah, I, I agree. I think, I think that's a relatively easy situation, regardless mm-hmm. of how good Mendy's been. Yep. So yeah, Edison and goal for me. No
0: Kepa. No Kepa shouts there. Um, you know, no he's, kn- he's knocked. On, he's knocked on the door. Carson. Yeah, Carson. Yeah. I mean, he <laughs> saved the penalty against us. Yeah. but conceded the rebound. Conceded that yeah. rebound. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So yeah, Edison for me.
1: Edison yeah, is yeah, both yeah. of our goalkeepers in yeah. our
0: combined eleven. In terms of right back, I think this is also a relatively simple.
1: One. I was, I I was going to go with one of yeah ish. I I think it was one of the city fullbacks. Yeah. It was either Walker or Cancelo. I've yeah. gone I've gone with Cancelo. You gone with Cancelo. Yeah.
0: I've also gone Cancelo. Yeah. I thought I forgot about Walker a little bit actually. Yeah. I was just thinking Cancelo and James I forgot yeah, about yeah. Walker. But on whether the Chelsea one's better or the City one's better, I think it's yeah. pretty simple that the City one's well,
1: better. Yeah, I totally agree. And I, I, You mentioned James there and I did think about it in the break. He is good, I, yeah. Yeah, I think Cancelo is the best out of the three. Yeah. And Walker's definitely second for me because yeah, Walker's the one that's going to be starting for England. Mm-hmm. And if James was better than Walker, he'd, he'd be, be the one starting for England. England yeah. So, yeah, I think that's relatively easy as well because I think Cancelo is the best fullback in the Premier League, yeah. personally. So, yeah... I, Cancello, Centre backs um, So I went with Diaz I think that one's Relatively routine Yep I'll take it you went With Diaz as well And then second of one Second one Obviously we talk about The amazing Diaz-Stones partnership But I, I did actually go With Thiago Silva So did I Yeah Thiago Silva as well Good minds think we're, alike We're in sync <laughs> <laughs> Yeah And then I take it We must have both gone With the same left back Chill well Yeah Yeah
0: that's 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 relatively we're, straightforward. We're, we're exactly the same on those back five. Yep. Thiago Silva's been immense when he's played for Chelsea this season, yeah. has not he? He's always been, He's been, an, he's had an absolutely unbelievable. Got that
1: one-year extension, fully deserved. Yeah, fully deserved. Yeah, he's he's been sens- sensational. P-
0: people people are so easy to sort of dismiss an older signing. Oh yeah. But same with us and Cavani. Cavani also yeah. From PSG. Yeah. Just because you're old doesn't mean that you're bad. When no, you turn not third, at all. You don't instantly turn. You know, you're not washed. That's how Zlatan
1: always still gets a gig. Exactly, he's 40. Of, yeah, he's past turn 40. Yeah. Ronaldo's
0: 36 and just one top yeah. score in Syria. Exactly, they're still going to get th- gigs
1: because of how good they are. Yeah, exactly.
0: So. P- people have been brainwashed by FIFA thinking that when you turn yeah. 30, you just decline. Your rate gets on. lower and lower. Same you know? so with Modric.
1: Yeah, st- people, he signed what he signed an extension recently. Mm-hmm. So yeah, he's another one that gets underappreciated.
0: Yeah, I, I fully, I fully agree with you and I think that back five is yeah, oh I, that's, wouldn't, I wouldn't say that's simple but I think that's, that's probably the best back five
1: yeah yeah. I mean some people probably would have gone for, gone with stones because of how good the pairing yeah. has been this season some But people,
0: some people could have gone Mendy could have gone James or Walker yeah
1: I mean I, I don't know about Mendy because I genuinely think Zinchenko is a better player even at left back I feel like I Zinchenko is better oh yeah oh, I was going to say Benjamin not <laughs> that useless batter. yeah no I totally agree <laughs> mate I totally agree yeah Mendy respect he's been superb it's Edison yeah and yeah we we got the five I think the five's right the fire. so yeah. that's, a
0: very, that's a very good back line. So have you got what formation have you gone with? By the way? Um,
1: I I've favoured it in terms of City's false nine. I i've favoured it in in terms of that because I don't oh, feel like exactly Yeah, because I don't feel like I was originally Verna, mm-hmm. but then I look at and think, mate, you look at you look at all that Man City quality. He would You've,
0: he would not break into Pep's teams. So no, think
1: no, like no, that. no. So I I did have to go with like the false nine or whatever. You not without a striker kind of format um so yeah i've gone with like a 4-2 then another player in front and then it's like a flat three okay if that makes sense it's yeah. like a 4 three, 3 but yeah that's basically what it is i yeah, take it i don't know what you would have done
0: mine's, mine's city's formation it's with the um with the holder and the two sort of three eights as they're called okay
1: the um the three yeah the three
0: number eight sort of not number tens but yeah, players that, yeah so i, I have a feeling i
1: have a feeling we have the same players and oh, just yeah. to quickly touch on something this player like, i've just realized to be fair in his team, he has been playing further forward than people may have originally thought. If that makes sense. Are talk- who are you talking about? What, should we just mention it? Yeah. Alright, so Kante. Kante. I've got yeah. Kante in my Kante team. Is my DM. Yeah. Okay, you, you put him DM. Put him okay, DM, yeah, yeah, so he was one of my two. Okay. Um. And I totally understand, like, well, it's hard to word, but like he has been playing further forward for Chelsea. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense, you've got like either Kovacic or J. Bomb sitting. Yeah, Jorginho, <laughs> J-bomb, that is, by the way. Yeah, we yeah, yeah. call him J. Bomb. <laughs> so you, you've got the whole midfielder there, who's going to dictate the play from deep, mm-hmm. and then you've got two in front. Or I think it might have been. So yeah, I've just put Canty as like one of the two deeper midfielders. of yeah. not really a set formation as much. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's one of them. I, I take it you've gone with an I've what, got, I've name got
0: another Kante. one. Yeah, I've also gone with Ilkay Gundogan. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean that, that's routine. Yeah. He's been sensational. Who, who's, your, who's your third? Um I've got I've had to put Mason Mount in there. You picked Mount? Yeah, I Mount. think he deserves it.
0: Mount's he was my left winger, but yeah. I think he actually worked better in that position that you said and the person I had central midfield as my left winger instead. Yeah. So yeah, I've got Kante Mount Gundogan's your midfield. Yep. That that's mine as well. Yep. Um left winger.
1: Left winger, so I saw him I saw him when he was out there versus PSG. And I've gone with Phil Foden. So have I yeah, I, had, uh, I had Foden as the centre mid, but
0: and yeah, as the left wing. But Mount works better. Yeah, than a so and Foden yeah. The floor,
1: so yeah. this this is a difficult thing. I think we're going to have the same four players here again. I think we are. Yeah, but um, it was about getting them into the right system and yeah. thinking about who's best at playing where in those in those attacking positions. Yeah. So I did just put Foden out wide. I think Foden's good enough to play in either of the wide positions as well as the ten. For so, sure. And even in the false nine role because that front four for City just they complete they in rotate the, all yeah, the time. Yeah, exactly. So um. Yeah I've gone with Foden on the left And your false nine uh, I've gone with De Bruyne De Because Bruyne. I've seen him play there um, He done, done it against PSG I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. And obviously by how like we just said about how they roam yeah. They take turns in even so, role, role, so, And your right yeah, winger uh, I had to go Mahrez 11 out of 11 Is <laughs> it? Yeah, yeah I, 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 Riyad Mahrez I, I mean Mahrez I've not actually seen much of him in the Premier League Because of like I know he got that hat-trick I think he got a hat-trick earlier this season but um I've not I don't really know much about his stats. But in the Champions League, he's been absolutely he's world unplayable. Class. Yeah. Mate. World class, I'd agree. He is world Champions class. Champions League, he okay. ha, he's been world class, one of the best performers in the whole competition. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I've I've gone Mara's on the right, uh, De Bruyne in the false nine, Foden on the left, Mount just behind um those front three.
0: Yeah, I've gone exactly the same as you. Yeah. I'm searching up to stats now. First thing that comes up is is more is mores good. <laughs> oh god. It's very specific. Yeah. He's very He is good. yeah. yeah. Quite, he is quite he's not bad. No. <laughs> <laughs> right, let's have a look at Mahrez's... Oh, Premier League just give me I don't want to, I want to know his assists.
1: Uh, it's easy on Google, son. Yeah. Oh, are you are trying totally to compare is. him to like well, other players? No,
0: no, no. I've just gone I've just gone on the Premier League website. Oh, oh, he's yeah. got, you got it, this yeah? season he got in 27 games 20 in 23 starts. I've got it, now. Yeah, nine yeah, okay. goals, six assists. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. That that's output. a great return. That's um, such a good return. And
1: Champions League's got four goals.
0: They're I don't know them, what assist yeah. uh, assist total is. Is their joint top scorer in the Champions? League, I know that with Ferran yeah. Torres. God, yeah. there's so many players that could have got in, even just from City, like Ferran Torres, yeah. Bernardo Silva, Fernandinho, yeah. Rodri, Jesus, Sterling. Yeah, it's
1: such a good squad. Isn't it? <sighs> I mean, ridiculous. someone like I'm trying to think of Chelsea players. Yeah, Aguero. I mean, Verna. Um, he's, he's better. people give him credit for yeah I feel like he has had an alright season not a shit season yeah, people can say he's been shit because of how many chances he's missed and like obviously all the offside goals but I still think his numbers are still relatively good yeah, and agreed. obviously he did score in the Champions League semi-final yeah he couldn't miss but he timed his run and he was onside exactly got to give him credit um, so credit it's due. yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah I mean I feel like he will start in the Champions League final and yeah, I feel will, like yeah. he will get a big chance. Yeah, I, you, you, just sure. know, you just know, <laughs> you just know he's going to get some sort of big chance. And the most people probably say, oh, he's going to fluff his lines. But if he puts it away, it's obviously... We talked about how the first goal is going to be the biggest goal, probably in this game. Mm. Um, if he scores that, then Pierre yeah, will be a Chelsea legend. Yeah, so, exactly. That's <laughs> yeah, that was, that, it's not like
0: Torres, he was awful, but he got that goal in the semi-final. Yeah. To basically put him through. Literally,
1: mate, there's going to be legends. There's going to be a lot of legends... Um, being or, made a full time yeah. tomorrow, hundred percent.
0: If goes and scores, he's well, yeah, he's already a City's best ever player. But this is the
1: thing, though, mate. You got you got um City's whole squad will be legends of that football club because mm. it's their first ever European well cup. Yeah. Um, and then with Chelsea, they haven't won it for ages, and obviously they've got quite a, uh, they have got quite a few legends now because they've been around. They've had they've been at the top level for longer than City, mm. by like by a few more years, which is kind of stupid. <laughs> I know both of them are all clubs. But yeah, there are going to be a few legends out there, and obviously if whoever scores the goal, even if it is Werner, he will be a Chelsea legend if he does back mm-hmm. and they won the cup. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna it's gonna be good to watch tomorrow and there will be some legends made out there. It will be really yeah. interesting.
0: Yeah, I mean the thing about Werner is that people can discredit him all they want for um for missing all these chances, but the fact that the fact of the matter is he keeps getting on those positions to get those yeah. to get those chances. And I know he's not he's not great. I'm not I'm not trying to say that Werner's some world class player. But I think his can, movement's he, fantastic. Yeah, yeah, that's he what I mean. He moves better
1: than most forwards in the entire yeah, world. Yeah, I think he's one of the best in Europe. His movement. Mm. I think he, one word you can definitely describe Timo Werner with is the word sharp. Yeah, yeah. I know it sounds a bit. Lee, shop, sounds, Lee yeah, Sharp. Yeah, Lee Sharp. Lee Sharp. <laughs> but yeah, he he's always on the move. he's yeah. always he's always trying to be alive, trying sense, to make things it? happen. Yeah, he's always in and around the box, trying to sniff for opportunities mm. and all this. So yeah, I, I and obviously he can play on the left side as well. He is a I do think he's a good footballer. He is intelligent, but it's just that raw finishing, mm. which is a problem. Uh, he is very raw still, and he's still quite young. Kind of get similar vibes to Raheem Sterling, and I know he's yeah, a winger, agreed, agreed. but like they're both similar builds. They can both beat players, and they're both intelligent footballers, but they can both miss a lot of chances. Mm-hmm. But there was a, there was a phase where Raheem Sterling started bagging so many goals, and yeah. then people were saying, oh, is this boy world-class? He probably is. <laughs> I feel like Werner can get to that level, I but it's probably going to take either... It would take a year, 18 months mm-hmm. for him to get to that level, but he will get there. And you've got to remember, in today's market and considering Chelsea's well, 45 million quid is not actually that bad if he doesn't mm. perform. Like, I mean, we spent 40 million on Joe Linton. So <laughs> I'm just trying to put into um, to scale that um, Joe Linton's
0: got four Prem goals in 68 or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I heard that. Um, <laughs> but
1: on Werner, like, even if he was a flop, it's not that big of a loss. There's no. forty-five million quid. Not much to Chelsea.
0: He has got like what twenty-four goals assists this season. Yeah, like that, it's a good return.
1: It's the most for the club. I think he's a, a joint return. top scorer with Abraham as well. Yeah,
0: it's not bad. So sorry, sorry. has got six and sixty-nine. Oh yeah, not even <laughs> better. <laughs>
1: it's, it's so warm in here, isn't it? Yeah, I was boiling. It's boiling. Mate. It's boiling. boiling. But um, yeah, I, I do feel like there's a player there with Timo Werner. I tell, I say to my Chelsea mates, especially one who's my best mate back home, mm-hmm. he will come good. He will come yeah, good. Agree, I'm more it? sure that he'll come good over Havertz because I feel like Havertz. The role that he plays, he he can get isolated and uh, in games and not perform. But I feel like Werner would definitely come good, and like you know, he can like maybe even he's quite a good penalty taker as well. So Mm -hmm. maybe he can have like a penalty to continue his confidence and that. So
0: I wonder if Kai Havertz will start for Chelsea tomorrow.
1: um it's a weird one because obviously Tuchel likes his back three. And then he has like two wider... Well, like inverted forwards almost from the yeah, wide positions. Yeah, yeah. And he has one through the middle. And that's usually either Werner or it's Havertz in a false nine. Mm-hmm. So it could either be Zx Pulisic, Havertz or Werner up there. Mm. So I don't really know. I mean, am I right thinking that Zx scored in the semi-final? Oh, the, no, yes, cup semi-final he scored. I don't know about Champions League. He can even play Mount oh, up there. Wow. I, I, yeah, so... I'm just trying to think now I think he will go Werner through the middle but then I think I don't know if he'll go Pulisic or Havertz or could go yeah he yeah, could easily go Pulisic uh, I think I think Werner through the middle is a guarantee yeah but then it's either going to be Havertz, or, or, Havertz Zier- or
0: Havertz through the middle and Werner as the left yeah yeah, yeah 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 true, no, false true. Nine. yeah Probably, yeah, Pulisic probably ahead of Ziyech. Yeah. I feel like Havertz could start. Be, yeah. I want to see Havertz do well because I think he's a really talented player. Yeah,
1: well, they both came in. Well, him and Werner both come in for like relatively big price tags, especially Havertz. Havertz huge. Yeah, one. it was a huge one. So um, it was like 90 million euros. Mm. So, yeah, a lo- these are the kind of games. I know he's still young and I know it's his first year, but these are the kind of games where you pay that money, you pay that price tag for. Yeah. So you're you're going to be hoping if you're a Chelsea fan that he does deliver tomorrow. Exactly. But, um,. Yeah, it's, it's it's going to be a weird one to call that starting eleven. Mm. I, I do feel like Werner will play if it even is from the left or Werner will start. Yeah, if if it's from the left or through the middle, he will play. Mm. But I, I, I don't know if he'll start Ziyech. Yeah, but then he did sure. score in a, he did score against City in the FA Cup semi final, mm-hmm. which is quite a big thing. Yeah, exactly. So um. Yeah, it's it's going to be interesting to see what Tuchel goes for.
0: It's, yeah, it's it's going to be really it's going to be really fascinating. There's yeah. a lot of lot of different narratives going on yeah. regarding the starting line-up regarding if you know players like Werner and Havertz can step up.
1: One thing that I find um, really weird mate, sorry to interrupt, that's is I mean. um he plays Aspilicueta the Quetta as the wing back and James as the center back, mm. which I find I, yeah. I find that's a bit interesting because obviously you got Aspie who's not really got the legs and James who has got the legs yeah. and has probably got better delivery than Asper. Mm-hmm. I just wonder if I, I'm trying to kind of get my head around why he does it. Maybe it's because Thiago Silva's obviously a bit old and haven't really got the legs. Mm. Maybe he wants James, someone quick around him to cover. I don't know, but I've I've always found that that choice a bit interesting, a bit, yeah, bit a bit, weird. bit suspect. It playing really someone like James, who's so good out wide, uh, in wing, um, in centre back, and Aspie, who's not really good getting forward. at... Wing back. It,
0: it is a really strange one. Um, it, they'll probably do it tomorrow as well. Yeah, they will. And, um, oh, it's been working though, which is yeah. weird. <laughs> well, who are they? About, like, Rudiger. Yeah, it'll Silva. Be
1: Rudiger, Rudiger, Silver, and then it'll James. it'll be uh, James. James. Yeah, yeah, and yeah.
0: Haspian, yeah. Chillwell, wing backs. Yeah. Jorginho Kante probably.
1: Yeah, I think it would. G- I think it would be Jorginho and Kante regardless yeah. of the error that um Jorginho made a few weeks ago. I still rate him. Yeah, I, I rate, rate him. him. I lane. do. I actually think he's quite good. He gets a lot of slander. He does. But he's he's actually very important. He was important under Sari for how he wanted them to play. He's also important in this system I do feel like Kovacic is overall better player mm-hmm. but I feel like Jorginho really, yeah I feel like Jorginho is more suited to this system so yeah
0: 100% and yeah Jorginho will probably get the nod tomorrow because I'm not sure Kovacic is fully he's fit. also a leader by the way Jorginho he is yeah, so, he especially is. under Sarri he's a leader so yeah
1: yeah he's a good player but Kante's bound to play Kante's a big game player yeah yeah uh, you know, World Cup final uh, Champions League semi-final masterclass
0: mm, it was amazing both legs unreal mate he was
1: unbelievable and he's got such consistency in this game as well yeah. so he's going to be massive um, especially for how City play they love their little uh, one, well, couple of yard passes first one touch two touch in and around the box mm. so Kante is going to be important for that and then you've got Mount who's been sensational but will the nerves get to him because he's still young as well mm-hmm. so yeah it, it's going to be interesting to see but I'm, I'm hoping Mount has a good game and also, I'm hoping that the English boys don't get injured. Yeah, big <laughs> so, time. I think yeah.
0: that's. I think that's pretty much. Everything about the Champions League final that's been discussed by us. Yeah,
1: you? we've done our combined eleven, and we talked yeah. about how the game. Well, both teams will approach the game. We've
0: got, we've got our predictions. We have talked a lot about all the different narratives going on. Yeah, I think that pretty much sums everything up
1: regarding that
0: game tomorrow. Very excited for it. What time does it start? Eight uh, o'clock. Be around eight. Yeah. Did you want
1: to wrap up now, or did you want to talk about Man United? I was, I was thinking we <laughs> could
0: quickly touch on um, Europa touch Touching your depression. I was just worried yeah, about your mental nice health. To... <laughs> mood, so. Yeah. It's nice. To, it's nice to let it all out in the open. Yeah. So obviously Villarreal did win on the penalties Gerard Moreno opened up the scoring in normal time Edison Cavani equalised of course it's Cavani who steps yep. up and then 11-10 the penalty shootout every single Villarreal player scored one thing to note is that David De Gea did have all the notes for where the players will probably go and for where, him, for where he should specifically dive for Moy Gomez is one at least I know that it was down the middle and De Gea went left even though it said down the middle on the sheet and something like that can cost us. De Gea's penalty record's absolutely awful. I think it's 37 pounds yeah. without, without saving a single one. I don't know why we didn't bring on Henderson. I don't know why Oli didn't make any subs any earlier. So 85th oh,
1: minute he didn't make a change. Yeah, it's
0: ridiculous. Why, why is Matter coming and on? Why is James coming on when Van der Beek's right there?
1: One thing that Goldbridge said perfectly, and I was like, what the hell? You're absolutely spot on. Oli Gunnar Solskjaer made a career off coming off the bench. Yeah, Exactly. And he doesn't make a change. He was the perfect. Su- he was yeah. The, he was literally essential sub. substitute. Yeah, he's one of the best substitution well substitutes of all time. Yeah, he's a manager and don't make a fucking change. Ridiculous. So right. what? When you're a player, you believe in wanting to be an impact sub. But when you're a manager, you don't think that impact subs are a thing. Yes, yeah, it's, it's, it's fucking crazy. I
0: don't understand it. We are allowed five subs in Europa League as well. Yeah, it's, and not, it, it's not even like it's only restricted to three. We can make five. You know, exactly. Even Ahmad Diallo He'll offer something He'll yeah. offer more than Dan it Well it's James just like. freshness yeah, I mean exactly. especially
1: in extra time I felt like United had Control of the game uh, In the 90 minutes They had like 60% oh, possession did, yeah. I thought Villarreal actually they, I thought they were fucking shit They were poor They, thought, won,
0: they That was legit their only chance Yeah set piece. Yeah.
1: One set piece Which was just poorly defended yeah. But in relation to extra time I felt like that's where They played the majority Of their good football Yeah Because they, they had the freshness yeah. They rotated half of their Outfield players mm-hmm. So, right. something that Man United didn't do, and it showed. Because I feel like, if United actually made changes, and consider, it, I do actually think there is a bit of depth in your team. There is. I know, there yeah, is I think depth. there is, especially in attack. Yeah. And if you did make a few changes and, you know, try and maintain some freshness, you maybe, probably would have even nicked a winner in actual yeah. time. Because United are known for late goals. Exactly. So, exactly. I, I just find it a bit crazy that Ollie, who we've said... Was it was a super sub in it throughout his playing career? Mm-hmm. Doesn't make a fucking change. I mean, even someone like Dan oh, it's James. So frustrating. Yeah, it's so annoying so looking back at it, mate. Especially for you, but you look at someone like Dan James, who was absolutely rapid, and against like tired like lef- le- legs in defence, mm-hmm. he'd be perfect. I know his yeah. end product's not great, but he's still capable of playing maybe one good ball uh, to create a, a, a goal-scoring chance. Mm-hmm. But Oli didn't want to take a risk. So he was oh, playing. It felt like he was playing so for penalties. Good. Yeah, it's crazy. Literally, we
0: barely had a chance an extra time. It was so annoying. Villarreal, I mean, you've got to give credit to them, but they were so poor. And
1: yeah, they couldn't maintain possession.
0: Yeah, they were terrible. I know we've got a, I know we've got a bit of a Spanish curse at the English clubs I'm talking about, not just United, in finals. But we've, we've demolished Spanish teams this year. We beat Villarreal and Granada both on aggregate, 4-0. Sociedad? Yeah, so, not, I said Villarreal, I meant Sociedad. Oh, sorry. Yeah, Sociedad, Sociedad yeah, and Granada, we beat them both 4-0 in aggregate. Sauciedad came 5th in the Liga. Betis came 6th. Fucking Villarreal came 7th.
1: Yeah. It's weird, though. <sighs> 7th.
0: We couldn't beat 7th in the league Betis are a better team than them I, don't, I couldn't name a single Betis player After like no. Fakir Joaquin The 40 year old legend oh, <laughs> oh my
1: god That is oh, I, I can't I can barely put it into words I'm, it, I'm absolutely It's really fuming. weird Like It was frustrating that so like, You can easily analyse What happened And yeah. how you could have improved it so That's what's bored. frustrating We're Like so There's finals where you can look at it And think Oh we, we done all we could there But it just wasn't enough On the night Yeah there were so many things that Oli could have done and that the squad could have done to have changed that game mm-hmm. and put it back into, like, your hands. I just feel like that, that extra, that last half an hour kind of summed up Man United's performance in the final altogether. All really did. No, Too hesitant, both from the bench with Oli, making no changes, also on the pitch... It wasn't quick enough on the ball it at awesome. all. There was no intensity.
0: I really thought we'd have, the, we'd have the quality just to get past him. even if we were yeah. shaky, even yeah. if we started poorly. I really thought we'd be we'd be able to outclass him. Bruno yeah. with Bruno, Pogba, Cavani, Cavani. Pogba, yeah. Rashford, Greenwood, all started. Yeah. I mean, uh, oh, I don't even know what to say. Yeah, it, I'm, it's I'm baffling, so man, glad that we lost. Yeah, to a team like Villarreal, especially if it was Barca, you know, you'd say it's like a first ever European trophy as well. They're not meant to get there. Years, I know. Like, it's
1: crazy man.
0: When you finish 7th In the Liga And then you can go And win play Against us yeah. In the final When we came 2nd In the Prem It's, it's, it's just baffling. criminal Russia was absolutely Terrible yeah. on the night Cavani stepped up McTominay stepped up
1: Yeah McTominay was good um,
0: Shaw Shaw was alright Wambasaka was alright I never really noticed Wambasaka no. He just does a solid job
1: Parejo for them Was us. superb though Yeah Daniel Parejo is amazing yeah, He's a baller pool. man I mean Moreno Done his job do we, we do goal. need to talk About that set piece uh, For the goal there was four Villarreal players on the edge of the box <laughs> face-par moment, I think. We had eight. Eight, yeah. Eight. And no. I saw my United fans um, talking about, oh, if we have Maguire, then it doesn't go in. You still look relatively organised. You're all in a line. You're it's all horrible. willing. Yeah, you're all willing to drop and and try and deal with it. It's just that, stupidly, Moreno was in front of your whole back eight. Oh, that's ridiculous. But also onside, which shows how poorly timed you guys step back. So... Mm-hmm. And obviously Moreno, any sort of chance in and around the box, he scores because he's yeah. been unreal this season. So, it's it's, it's crazy. It's it's an
0: absolute it's... joke. I don't even know. I don't even know what to say. I've I've, I've lost mm. my initial anger and now it's just like despair and just looking back yeah. at how we didn't lose and it's just frustrating looking back. But we had to talk about it. You yeah. Oh out. yeah, we did. But yeah. now we move on to next season. I've seen a few rumors on Twitter saying I might get 150 million net in the summer to That's spend, which is a lot of money. I know Paul Torres is a big target. He was immense for Villarreal the other day. Yep. Jaden Sancho is a massive target. Declan Rice is a big target. And Harry Kane's a target. Although I don't think we'll get Kane. I don't no. I mean Kane would transform he would transform He would take us to the next level. But so will Jadon Sancho and probably even more so. Paul Torres will massively improve our defence and Rice will drastically improve our midfield. I yep. think we have to go out and get our targets if we actually are got to go and win something next season because next season we have to simply win yeah. something it's been five years I mean, as at the turn of 2022 it'll be five years since we last won a trophy which is it's too long for our club no I totally agree the money totally that we agree. spend the players that we have it's, it's ridiculous I mean uh, teams like Arsenal Leicester and Villarreal have been winning cups that we've been in it's a yeah.
1: joke I saw a tweet um, aimed at Gary Neville and it was in relation to Kane and Bruno It's like oh well Kane's 28 you're saying that he's got to leave now to go and win trophies this, I mean, he mentioned a point about Bruno Fernandes. Is he going to have to do the same thing because mm. he's 27 years old next year? Yeah. And Man United, with all due respect, don't look like winning anything. We're not going. We're not going to win the Prem
0: next season. No, nah. we're going to be We're going to be further away than this season. Exactly. Because Liverpool will be back, we'll so, and City will be even better.
1: Exactly. So it's a situation where, like, if Bruno starts getting to his late 20s and not has not won anything, he's good enough to play in the Champions League. And Pogba. Yeah, and Pogba as well. Exactly. It's. Yeah, but like that question was popped to Gary Neville on Twitter. Of course, he didn't reply. But it's mm. a valid point. I mean, very good point. There's, there's these players now getting to their late twenties who want to go and win trophies at the highest level and play at the highest level, but Man United's not, not given that giving them that opportunity, regardless of how much money they may be paying them. So exactly even someone like David De Gea like I think over the decade he's been at United I feel like he should have deserved to win more mm-hmm. I know re- recently he has been competing with uh, Dean Henderson for that number one shirt and he's sh- probably n- he's nowhere near the levels he was setting a few years ago mm-hmm. but still compared to his C- compare him as a goalkeeper over his career to his CV I feel like he deserved more mm-hmm. so yeah I, think that, I feel like there is going to be a lot of frustration within that Man United squad within the next couple of years if they don't win a trophy yeah Agreed.
0: 100%. Agreed. I think we need a big summer. 100. anywhere. I would love to get Conte in, but Solskjaer is not going anywhere. He's about no. to sign a new three-year deal. Yeah. Um. I'd love Conte or Zidane. It's not going to happen. I'm just seeing on Twitter now, it's unrelated, but I've seen that there's a few rumors floating about from not very credible accounts that Romelu Lukaku to Chelsea is quite close to happening. Really. On a five-year deal. I, I
1: can't. I, I can't I, see anything credible. I, I don't know if I can see that yet. It's a
0: few. It's it's some. I've seen it from some Twitter accounts who aren't verified or anything like that. Yeah. Um. Yeah. They don't look like credible journalists, but. Yes. Yeah, I. I now He did
1: leave though with like a. There wasn't a negative relationship there. Mm. That I. I feel like he could go back there, but I. I don't feel like he'd leave this summer. I feel like he'd go think, next. No, I don't think he'd go this summer. I think he be at Chelsea. I. I, I feel like they that Inter squad will still buy into Inzaghi for a year at least. Yeah. Like they'll give him a year see what they can do because to be fair to Zagi he plays the same formation as Conte mm-hmm. a 5 2 so I feel like Lukaku players like Lukaku Lautaro B- Barella Hakimi uh, Skriniar I feel like they'll give it another year but then if they start going downhill from obviously winning the Scudetto I feel like players will start to leave yeah, and agreed. Inter will start to decline a bit because they are financially in a bit of trouble because they're Chinese owners so yeah I, I, I do feel like there'll be a decline there and in relation to Lukaku I, don't, I just don't think he'll go this summer I think I'll go next summer.
0: Yeah, I, I think I'd think he'd be an absolute beast at Chelsea, but yeah. Yeah. Oh,
1: yeah. Hundred percent. I agree with that. I, I just feel like it would be next summer. Yeah. wait well, I think I think he'd be twenty-eight next summer. So yeah, five-year deals until he's thirty-three at mm. Chelsea would probably be right.
0: I I agree with you. Yeah. Um, that's pretty much sums up. I think everything we need to say because we have talked about United. I've Tried to keep it brief because I'm still very gutted. <laughs> we've covered the yeah. Champions League final and we've covered the England squad. That takes us. Thirty five minutes into this bit and overall that takes it to what? Forty seven of
1: thirty five, isn't it?
0: An hour yeah, an hour twenty. Yeah, solid. One hour twenty. That is that's a another lengthy show, Jack. love it, I love it. Good job, son. Um yeah. thank you very much for joining me again, mate. No worries, player. It's been lovely having you here on a Friday. It's rare to see Charlton and Winchester on a Friday. You're not wrong. You're <laughs> literally not wrong at all though. <laughs> but it's been great to have you here, mate. Thank you to everyone who has listened. Thank you guys. We are approaching a thousand listens overall between the various platforms, which is a decent little milestone. Yeah. Um, Um, thank you very much for listening check out our YouTube if you haven't already
1: yep the Rosehead Show
0: but apart from that (laughs) I think that is everything we have to say we have been the Rosehead Show I've been Harry he's been Mr. Jack Jack Cholton yep Um, thank you very much for listening and (laughs) we'll play that outro music and see you soon